So quitting your job to start freelance is not always a better decision. Uh, since you have to pay for, you know, we have bills. Um, some, they do have kids. They have to feed them, uh, send them to school, etc. So don't quit your full-time job just yet. And you can start freelancing on the side. And I will let you narrow the steps uh, in a while. It will give you a buffer and that you don't need to take unnecessary risk by quitting your job. So start freelancing part-time, even when you're working full-time. You're listening to Article and Design Podcast, the podcast made with love for Filipino freelancers, small business owners, and digital agencies. I am your host, Margaret Lopez. I am a digital marketing strategist for over eight years now, and I created Article and Design. Be part of our one million mission in transforming one million Filipinos to becoming a super freelancer and live the life and work they love. Join me as I sit down and discuss with your fellow freelancers and business owners about their process, their monumental screw-up, and the tips that they swear by to help you win in this freelance game forever. If you're a Filipino freelancer, there is no better way to market your business than this. Learn how to become a pro and command higher rates for your services. Hi everyone, Margaret here again, owner of Article Design and the host of this podcast. It can be hard to know how to market yourself and your business when you are a freelancer. But fret not, we have a solution for you. Let me introduce you to your ultimate guide in marketing as a freelancer. It is called the Filipino Freelancers Marketing Bible. It is an online video course to help you find your positioning in the marketplace and realistically price your services, create a marketing strategy, how to raise your rates or double your freelancing rates, how to negotiate with clients, and to persuade clients to hire you, and again, how to measure your success. It is the only marketing Bible curated for Filipino freelancers. It can be an excellent resource if you're a freelancer who is just starting out, or maybe you're an existing freelancer who is not yet confident in marketing. So go to articleanddesigncourses.com forward slash marketing dash Bible and use the coupon code podcast friend to get a $10 discount. So enroll now so you can stress less, earn more and set clients for life. So I'll see you there. Bye. Hi, super freelancers and business owners. If you're new here, this is Margaret, owner and creator of Article and Design and the host of this podcast. I'm a freelancer since 2011 and you are joining me on this wonderful episode as we talk about how to start freelancing even when you are working full time. All right, so are you excited? <laughs> Be sure to listen to the next episode of this podcast because it is related to each other since I'll be giving some bonus on what in-demand skills you can start as a freelancer. It will be called How to Start Freelancing, uh, the skills or something similar to that one. But fret not, um, this episode, you will learn the 10 steps on how to start freelancing even if you're working full-time. First and foremost, I'd like to let you know that I also started my freelancing career part-time. 
I was a full-time law student and I went to classes from 5 p.m. to 10 p.m. And in the morning, I did freelance writing work. So that was my freelancing career. And also, while I was working in a publishing company in Malaysia, I dabbled with a few writing gigs. But that time, it was very minimal since the workload was massive. Then in 2011, I decided to go freelance full-time. If you want to know my story, how I started Article Design as a freelance writer and until I created it and built it into this one, an Article Design agency and community, please go to creatormindset.co. That's C-O forward slash content creator forward slash article dash and dash design. Or you can just go to creatormindset.co and look for um, Article Design the right up there or Margaret Salapis and you will know my story how I started as a freelance writer and how it became an article and design community what I'm trying to say is that the best time to kick off your freelancing career is when you are still working why I'm not going to discuss the other things but what I believe is the most important is because of the finances when you're working full-time you have a stable salary that you're expecting right so quitting your job to start freelance is not always a better decision uh, since you have to pay for, you know, we have bills, um, some they do have kids, they have to feed them, uh, send them to school, etc. So don't quit your full-time job just yet and you can start freelancing on the side. And I will let you know the steps uh, in a while. It will give you a buffer and that you don't need to take unnecessary risk by quitting your job. So start freelancing part-time, even when you're working full-time. Because freelancing as a part-time job is a great way to start your freelancing career. As I've said, it is a low-risk way to start working for yourself and to see um, if, if freelancing is a good fit for you. You can test the waters first before diving so deep into it. Plus, it can help you build your skills and portfolio along the way. It's a step-by-step -step process, guys. So the main difference between part-time and full-time work is the amount of work you accept. That's why I really, really suggest to become a part-time freelancer so that you can accept smaller jobs with flexible deadlines. So again, my advice as a complete beginner is to try freelancing part-time before going all-in. Well, unless you have other valid reasons, so by all means, do as you please go full-time if you think that's uh, a good reason for you. Before I reveal the 10 tips or 10 steps, I'd like to emphasize this first. You should check with your employer or your company uh, regarding the company's policy of working on uh, such side hustles such as this one freelancing there are some contracts that will forbid you from accepting freelance work outside of the company so you make sure of this first so what are your uh, nda act with your current company all right i suggest that it's better to be open with your uh, company before doing anything else um, so that you are always on the safe side so without any further ado and having said that here are 10 tips for getting started as a freelancer, even when working full-time. Step number one, start by providing what you already know or what you love to do. So if you're unsure what kind of freelance project to take on, you can ask yourself, what do I know about? 
Remember, what we're after here is for you to kickstart your free dancing career. We don't want a very long learning curve. So let's look at what you already know now. If you're an accountant by profession, what skills do you have? What data entry skills do you possess? If you're working in an office admin, if you're working in an insurance or online credit company, etc., what administrative skills do you think you can offer for the businesses? If you're working in the BPO, what are your skills that you think you can transfer to other companies? Maybe it's your skills in presentation, documentation, data administration, data research, etc. All right. If you don't have skills you think you can use in your freelancing career, as I've said, ask yourself what you love to do. If you're into graphics, maybe check out canva.com. It's free to create an account and try doing some graphic designs and creating social media posts. If you have a talent for writing, try to check out blogs that are written in company blog section. For example, Shopify. You check out the blog section and what are they writing about? What do they write about who they write for, etc., etc., or go to medium.com and search for similar topics that interest you and create your own account there. As I've said, you don't need to overcomplicate things at first, guys. What you need to do is to start with something. So, again, step one is start by providing what you already know and what you love to do. Step two is find your niche and identify your target market. It is very important that you um, you identify this on the get-go before you start. So why you need to do this? Because this will greatly help you in getting clients if you have a specific target market. Meaning to say, you're not offering a general service, but a specific service. So it's easier for you to target people you wanna work with. For example, from what you decided in step one that I've said earlier, considering your natural inclinations, you have an experience and you have some connections in this uh, certain industry, you realize you wanted to create social media graphics using Canva or Adobe. So you basically, let's say you wanted to become a graphic designer, then make your pick, focus on delivering graphic designs specifically for social media posts. So now you know what niche you want, right? You want a graphic design specifically for social media. Then who is your target market? Since you have an inclination for fitness, let's assume you wanted to focus on fitness instructors or gym owners. Please understand that this doesn't mean you should downright refuse to work on anything else outside from the fitness gurus, etc. But having a niche and a target market, you will be building your ex experiences, your expertise and reputation in one specific line of work which eventually will help you to build your portfolio and to continually expand your network to build your premium freelancing career later on. Number three is create your offer. So your offer is simply the service you wanted to market. For example, your offer, you offer social media graphics, as I mentioned in the previous step, for fitness instructors or gym owners, or probably you decided you wanted to become a writer. If you're a writer, you offer technology content writing or cryptocurrency or Bitcoin content writing. All right. So create your offer. It is basically your services on what you decided on steps one and two. So that's it. So now let's say, for example, it's going to use, I wanted to offer social media graphics for fitness instructors and gym owners. So that's our offer. Step number four is set your freelance rates. So this is very important that you set your prices. 
at the start. Why? So that it's easier for you to apply for jobs or discuss with clients if you have potential clients. You don't have to think uh, how much is your price, how much are your rates, how much are you uh, charging them. You already have a ballpark in mind. So there's no hard and fast rule in pricing or setting your freelance rates. I've uh, reiterated this every uh, over and over again. There's no hard and fast rule in this one. There's a lot of factors you need to consider. But if starting, this is what I always suggest, okay, for a complete beginner. Look at your competitors. If they're pricing, say, for example, $100 and you're starting, you can price at $85 to $90 for your first three clients. Okay? So that's just your um, guide, your anchoring, just to get yourself an experience, honestly, just for the first three clients. I don't usually suggest hourly pricing. What I suggest are fixed prices or value-based pricing or retainer prices. Again, I repeat, you only price lower than your competitor when you are just starting. But after that, you have to price according to your worth and value because please don't price just, please don't compete with your competitors just because of the pricing because it's not sustainable. All right, but it's just for a start. I repeat, it's just for a start. If you want to know more on how to price your services, you can watch my free webinar called Pricing Your Freelance Services. So just go to articleondesigncourses.com. It's a free webinar that I did where I showed you how to find your freedom number and the different pricing structures you can apply in your freelancing rates. So just go there if you're having a hard time pricing your services. Number five is create your portfolio or website. Okay. I'm going to go hard on this one, all right? Because I've heard that there are a lot of coaches who will tell you to start with no portfolio. I do not suggest that one, and I do, I do not subscribe to that. I've been doing this freelancing since 2011. It is not the way to go, honestly. How important is portfolio for freelancers, if you ask me? It is very important. In fact, all freelancers, beginners, or even experienced freelancers should have one even if you have or have no experience. Why? When looking for clients, you can bet that this potential clients will want to see samples of your previous work or what you're capable of doing, and most of all, how to contact you. Life will be much easier, guys, if you have a single place to feature all of these necessary things, and then you can just tell to your clients, you can go here or whatever. If you have a website, you can go to my website. It shows that you are a professional freelancer who really means business. The clients need to see what you're doing and what your skills are, and that's all. What you're capable to do if you don't have an experience yet. In fact, when you have a portfolio, you will lessen the friction of hiring you, since your portfolio will speak for yourself. So you may ask me, what if I don't have any experience, Margaret? How can I build my portfolio? Good question. Create a portfolio even if you're starting. Guys, it's BS if you don't create one. Okay. In my experience, as I've said, I've been a freelancer since 2011 and I've been running an agency and having hired dozens of freelancers myself. I always look for the portfolios, not to see how many projects you've worked, but to overcome the internal objection of hiring you. All right. You don't need earlier work or testimonials if you can explain in detail what you can do. So you can call out the target market, 
possible problem and your solution. Again, if you have no experiences, what you can include in your portfolio is the pro projects you've done, probably if you have done something in school, in your work, or if you have been practicing some projects you've completed for yourself. Or um, if, you're, if you're a graphic designer, just try to create something in Adobe or Canva and then add that to your portfolio. All right, so they don't really care about your previous work. They care about what you can do and if you can solve the problem. This might seem like a no-brainer, but it's often forgotten. I know this when um, people are starting as a freelancer because some coaches I've seen and I've heard, um, they're suggesting that you don't need a portfolio, okay? It's easier. It's way, way, way easier if you create one. For example, I started off my freelancing career by working on writing blogs as my example in getting clients. I started I started getting clients on Elance. Now it's called Upwork. So what I did is I just wrote some articles to present as my portfolio. And I created a one-page website. It's not really like a website, like my own domain. But what when I started, I, I think I used the about.me. Okay? You can uh, sign up an account on about.me it's a free account it will give you a one-page kind of website or portfolio this gave me a solid foundation of experience and it was something i could show to my potential clients of what i'm capable of doing all right so in a nutshell i'm gonna repeat it again you need a portfolio or a website to showcase your work and show professionalism because how can you charge a premium or how can you charge a good rate if you don't look like one right if you don't look like a quality one so set up a professional website if you can and when you can but if not set up your social media profiles especially linkedin this will help people find out more about you and your work if they search for you all right so i hope that's clear number six is expand your network your network is your net worth all right, so get connected with other freelancers and entrepreneurs within your niche or target market. There are lots of online communities and forums where you can find people who can offer free advice and support. That's a good thing about communities. And please, when you have the capacity, please give back or support or donate to these communities when you can. Don't just take, 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 guys, because that's not really a healthy relationship. Give back, all right? Um, pay it forward. Read more about the freelancing processes, find out how people work and how they started their freelancing journeys. If you're listening to this podcast, there are a lot of interviews that we did to different freelancers and business owners that you can, you know, get a thing or two how they've done, how they um, navigate this freelancing world. And if you're part of the community, there are open forums and AMAs or what you call ask me anything portions that you can interact with and ask questions to the host. If you're not a member yet, guys, I suggest to join our Article and Design community on Discord. So just go to Discord and search for Article and Design. We have a channel called Ask for Feedback or uh, Portfolio Reviews that you can ask us questions. And we also host um, some live webinars that you can join and interact with us. All right, so please don't be afraid to ask and don't be afraid to be part of a community. Number seven, find your first client. All right, so we've done that. Uh, we've um, find your market, your niche, your offer, your rates. You expanded your network. We built your um, 
starting portfolio. And number seven, we're ready to find your first client. So remember, we are trying to just find your first ever client who will give you a break. All right. You know, that client that um, you will never forget because that was the first client who gave you the chance. Okay. So that is a monu monumental event for every freelancer. I myself, I can still remember my first client. So there are a lot of options how you can get your first client. What I suggest is first you can post on your social media profile, for example, on LinkedIn or Facebook, that you are offering this X service and you're available to hire. You can say as casual as, for example, on your Facebook page or Facebook profile, you can say, Hi everyone, I just started to set up my part-time work as a freelance writer. I write content on cryptocurrency. If you are or you know someone who needs blogs or articles about this topic, please don't hesitate to reach out to me. You can DM me here or go to whatever portfolio you've created, okay? So as casual as that. You can also find work in communities or networks that you've joined. For example, in Article on Design, sometimes we post hiring. We share to our other freelancers when we found out some hiring and job postings. So there are postings from time to time. If you're just a member of communities, I suggest to really, really optimize your LinkedIn profile if you don't have a website yet so that businesses will know that you're available. All right. So create your LinkedIn profile and click that open to work or you're available for hiring, right? So you can also sign up for freelancing platforms. There are a lot of freelancing platforms. I'm just gonna uh, mention a bit. Uh, of course, you do ubiquitous Upwork, People for R, FlexJobs, Guru.com, 99designs, online jobs page, if you're in the Philippines, etc., etc. So search for freelancing sites on the internet and sign up for that one. Right? You can also create your own Fiverr account if you love to uh, use Fiverr. One of our students in Super Freelancers course, they are successful in Fiverr. So there are a lot of ways you can get clients. And if you want to know more, we have at least 8 to 10 client acquisition strategies. As of this recording, it, it is found in our Super Freelancers course. Just go to articleondesigncourses.com and search for Super Freelancers course. And you can use the keeping code podcast friend to get a $10 discount. So we have eight to 10 client acquisition strategies that you can apply on how to get your clients. And then guys, once you've landed your first client, you'll need to work on finding recurring clients, right? In my case, uh, my first client became my recurring client. And perhaps you can ask for a referral on that first client. So what we need here, honestly, is just for you to build at least three clients for a start, for you to say that you have an experience already. So the first three clients are very important. So try, exhaust as much as you can on how to find that one. And then now we go to step eight. Number eight is set your time management. All right. So this, since you're working on this as a part-time, I suggest that don't make the mistake of doing this as a hobby and don't work during your free time. Take your freelancing job more seriously. For example, you work 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. So set aside 8 to 10 p.m. as your freelancing hours and stick to it. If you need to know how to set goals and become productive, We've discussed this in episode 19 uh, with Jen Obenza, the no BS productivity tips for freelancers. 
Vero, it is in Tagalog English language if you understand Tagalog. So just search for this um, article on design podcast, episode 19, No BS Productivity Tips to Help You with Time Management. Now we go to our last two steps on how to set, start your freelancing career, even when working full time. So number nine is you work on additional skills or improve your skills. So aside from setting time on fighting and working on your freelancing projects, you need to set aside at least 20 minutes per day. I suggest it will be per day so that it will be consistent on improving your skills. It may be hard or soft skills that you wanted to improve or develop. Hard skill, skills as in uh, graphic design, writing, your soft skills can include communication, how to effectively communicate with clients, social skills and uh, developing your charisma, and having a positive attitude towards your work. So there's always a room for improvement to every one of us guys, regardless what phase of freelancing career we have. So always be humble, stay grounded, and be open to learning. And we are down to the last steps on how to start your freelancing career when even if you're working full-time but before that please allow me to introduce you a super freelancers course by article design if you wanted to fast track your freelancing business if you want to know from a to z from zero on how to start your freelancing career from scratch how to get clients how to create your offer how to find clients where to find clients how to set your rates all right, the scripts, templates that you need, just go to articleondesigncourses.com and go search for superfinancerscourse.com and use the coupon code PODCASTFRIEND to get a $10 discount. Guys, it is the only financing course you ever need. It is a one-time payment, lifetime access, no need for subscriptions. This is the only freelancing comprehensive course guide that you need. Okay, if you don't believe me, just go to articleanddesigncourses.com and look for the Super Freelancers course. All right, so we are down to our 10th, 10th step, our step 10 on how to start your freelancing career, even if you're working full time. So the 10th step is simple. You just repeat what I said in steps five to seven, which are building your portfolio. Once you've added a client, uh, you have to you know, improve your portfolio because every now and then when you've got an experience, you are going to add that to your portfolio or your website. And then of course, expanding your network and finding your ideal clients until you have built a strong portfolio and a stable pool of clients. Then it's up to you if you want to quit your full-time job and go freelancing all the way. So that is your 10 steps on how to start your freelancing career, even if working full-time. I'll give you a summary and recap of those 10 steps. Step one is, of course, to start what you already know or what you love to do. And then step two is find your niche and identify your target market. Step three is you create your offer. All right, step four is set your financing rates. Step five is create your portfolio or your website. And step six is expand your network. Step seven is find your first clients or your first three clients. And then step eight is set your time management. Don't make this as a hobby, okay? Set aside a time for your part-time freelancing. And step nine is continue to work on additional skills or improve your freelancing skills. And step 10 again, repeat the steps five and seven until you are satisfied until you're ready to quit your full-time job and go hard on freelancing so that's it 
you can still start your freelancing career even when working full-time. I did it myself, so it's possible you can do it too. Since I'm not a superhuman, I'm just like you guys. I was once a student, then I was working as a freelancer. I worked in a corporate company and then I was working as a freelancer. So don't be afraid to experiment with new things and don't be afraid to ask for help. As I've said, if you're stuck and don't know what to do, it's okay to ask a friend who knows about this or someone from the community for advice. You can go to our Discord community and there are channels there called Ask for Feedback if you're being lost in your financing journey and the mods are super helpful to answer your queries. You don't have to give up your day job to become a freelancer, guys. If your paycheck from the day job is enough to cover your expenses, do the freelancing as part-time to earn a little extra cash without risking your finances or probably next time it, you're not ready to quit your full-time job because you're earning, earning more in your freelancing. So go full-time when you feel confident about your skills and have enough demand for your expertise. You will eventually go there. You will develop that one and you will reach that process if you continue to focus on this one. I hope you learned a thing or two in this episode. And if you have any questions, please join us on Discord and I'll be happy to answer your questions. And watch out for the next episode of this podcast. Right after this episode, I will share with you the in-demand freelancing skills that you can start or you can focus on if you really, really want to charge higher or want to earn higher in your freelancing career. And again, if you want to have a guide from someone who did it and made it in freelancing, you can enroll in our Super Freelancers course, the only freelancing course you ever need. I am not kidding. <laughs> Use the coupon code PODCASTFRIEND and get a $10 discount so you can save up. It's a lifetime access and you can get everything you need to build a premium freelancing career from scratch. Thank you once again for listening to me and this is Margaret. I'm over and out. Have a good weekend and if you're still doubting if you can start your freelancing even if you're working full-time, Okay, stop doubting because you can do that. Follow the steps and let me know if you have any questions. Thank you for listening to our podcast. We hope you enjoyed the show and found content helpful, insightful, or entertaining. If you have any questions, comments, or suggestions, guys, please feel free to reach out to us on our Discord, YouTube, or Facebook platforms. Just search for Article and Design. If you want to go to the next level, check out our website, articleanddesign.com, and be an Indie Pro member. Until next time, you super freelancers, stay grounded. Bye! Oh, hey, you're still here. <laughs> Can you give us a minute and leave us a review on our Facebook page? Thank you so much.